Merry Christmas! Is that a jingle bell I hear? It is, yes. Or is that our podcast version of a jingle bell? That, uh, yeah, sound, no spe- expense spared on these sound effects. No, love that. Let's uh, go straight in, set the scene, set the tone. This is the procrastination <gasps> Christmas party. Hey, let's get festive. Woo! That's right, we are getting full in the Christmas spirit. We have decided to take our own virtual works do to you all so that you can all hear it. Let's let's start by saying Merry Christmas cheers. and cheers. Cheers, cheers. Clink. cheers. Clink through the airwaves. Clink. Yeah. That's, I don't know if you can that sounds a bit more. We we may or may not have had a few already. Mm. So um, it, it's a vicious rumour that I cannot confirm nor deny. But um, there's a very good chance that this might sound a little different to other versions of Podcrastination that we put out. Yeah, I mean, I struggle with the English language as it is. So uh, yeah, the, <laughs> when I'm inebriated, God knows what might happen. No swearing, though. No swearing. This is going to bring... No, no swearing. We can try that. But this is going to bring all of your new editing techniques to the fore, I think, to try and make this sound audible. It's a good job we're still on sort of low number of listeners. Oh, still, can I just start by saying we've so we've we've had two episodes out. We've got just over a hundred listens in our first week with those two episodes. I think that's surpassed what we even thought would happen. Yeah, would you like live analytics updates? I mean, I've just logged sure. into Acast. I can tell you right now. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Um, so in total, 105 people have listened and, to and, our podcast. And we thank every single one of you for being with us. And hopefully we're with you right now, those same people and some more, to make a little bit of Christmas come to you. Let's let's try and, uh, by the time this comes out, we'll be three days away from, or two days from Santa coming. Yeah. Um, and if you need something to keep you entertained during that awkward bit between Christmas and New Year, well, yeah. what, I what, mean, if you're on. really scraping the barrel, then go why on. not us? Yeah, I'm just going to sit in the corner with my headphones on and yeah. just leave me alone. Listen to two people have their own virtual drinks Christmas party. Let's get wasted. Let's do it. <laughs> Woo! It is. We're coming to you on Hashtag Tuesday Club. This is the festive special version. and Well, why don't we start by saying we, we bought each other Christmas presents. I was just and... say, a perfect way to introduce our, our not-so-secret Santa, but <laughs> both on a very similar theme. Yeah, so um, I got a knock at the door the other day. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. I, I have been ordering things you online. You live in a flat. I know when things are arriving and I was like, I've not ordered anything that's due today. So what's what's this? And so I go down and let the delivery driver in. Can we just talk about how angry delivery drivers are at the moment? We think you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, you are absolutely doing an amazing job. But they're so angry. Just maybe paint a smile on. I know we all feel it and it cannot be easy. But I, yeah, I agree. But yeah, so I got this lovely surprise delivery. And it was, of course, some gin. Kindly sent to me from the Midlands. Some Ludlow gin. Thank you very much, Andy. Very welcome. Now, I had a very similar knock at the door. I wasn't expecting anything. Now, I quite often have more gin arrive at my house than I should than I should really admit to, actually. I wasn't expecting anything. And this box arrived with a big D on the side that I very much recognised as Didsbury Gin. And I know someone that uh, lives not too far from there, shall we say. 
and it's an incredible incredible present of their uh their range so a selection of their range and thank you very much but it just goes to show why we're friends <laughs> yes the pure coincidence that we both sent each other pretty much the but same gift. Both had the same idea to go, here's a little taste of the region that I happen to be in sent to your door to enjoy. Yeah, because we had big plans for this year we to did. you know, visit one another. Andy has the biggest collection of gin. I think we mentioned before, like you're you're a gin blogger. Yeah. You have over a hundred full side bottles of gin. Yeah, and there are people with a lot bigger collections, but one thing I found is is whatever you think is good, sometimes there's always going to be someone that's better. But yeah, there's probably at least 150 different types of gin, if not maybe close to 200 different types of gin. And I think we've established that um, although I know absolutely nothing about the origins of these gins or right. how they're blended or how they're made, I am rather good at drinking them. So I really you wanted are. to help help you get through that collection of 150 gins. So we were <laughs> we were going to have lots of trips to visit one another. We were. And that this has just not happened. We were also going to maybe actually eat at some point during those visits. And I was going to show you local culture and areas and places to see you know go on dog walks that sort of thing but let's be 100% honest we were mainly doing it to sort of say let's let's have a drink let's yeah this it. reminds me of actually the last time we we actually saw one another in person are you bringing this up because I love this I thought I wasn't <laughs> going to be allowed to bring this up I had been working in Birmingham and Andy lives not too far from Birmingham so I thought while I'm in the Midlands I'll, I should come and, and stop by and say hello so we we planned this in advance I was like oh you know the, the following day after I've worked I'll, I'll just pop in and see you but anyone who knows what my job is knows the kind of people that I work with and after yeah. these events that we host sometimes it can be a little bit carnage and I thought I that was a rumor had... before this day by the way I thought that was a vicious might... rumor yeah I might have had one or two lemonades the, the night previously and I think well I was about three hours late turning up to your house wasn't I and then when I did turn up I was I surprised had... you were in one piece having driven there we can't say that on the podcast I was probably oh, drink driving can. if you're bringing this story up the whole you weren't you weren't drunk driving you were just um yeah it, it had been a lot of hours since I had had a drink but I was very very hungover so much so that I had to have a sleep on your sofa you did you um so you came to visit you were going to plan to stay for the afternoon maybe maybe see yep. some delights of Shrewsbury a little bit yeah we were going to have um a little walk weren't we and Ooh. also this was the first time that I met your wife yeah so what kind of impression she has of me now? An accurate one, probably. Yeah, just one that thought our sofa was very comfy and uh, likes a drink, which, I, I mean, both were probably factual. Yeah, well, I appreciated the break because I did have a very long drive. I was yeah. going to my dad's after that, wasn't I? Which was like a four-hour drive away. So I was grateful to have that little break before my... Oh, we, we essentially turned our house into some sort of service station i think but one that allows for comfortable sleeping arrangements pit stops and and that sort of thing and yeah it, it was nice to catch up on my work whilst you slept which is actually what happened uh, 
well, I, well, I need to change this um, this impression of me. No, I think it's well, um, I'm not, I'm not a really good one right now. Am I? No, I think we're um, we're enjoying Cheers. Tuesday Club. Cheers again. So we are actually having a glass now of this one that you bought me. So this is Ludlow Gin. Yeah, so it's quite a local one to myself, a range that I absolutely love and one that I was hoping you'd get to witness firsthand when you came to visit. Obviously, this year's had lots of different things in mind for us all. Even today, there's lots of new guidelines, but um, we are absolutely celebrating all things local between the two of us, I think. And that's a really good way to spend this Christmas with all the sort of uh, hospitality industry. Everything like that has been completely hit hit hard and continues to be so and one thing that's really come out of it is everyone likes to celebrate do their bit celebrate their local area so for me Ludlow and Ludlow Gin is is quite a personal one and I wanted to share that so the one that we're drinking at the moment is their uh triple citrus and pomegranate it's delicious you're loving that already it's their number two in the range it's you know you know a gin is going to be good when the distiller refers to it as their wild child and after <laughs> the story that you've just said about your your inebriation at times i think that this one is made for you it's my spirit animal your spirit gin yeah yeah, my spirit animal. And, and we've already, even in the two episodes that we've done, we've covered my love of all things citrus. So a gin that proclaims triple citrus is going to be a winner with me. But it is genuinely a quality gin. Uh, I hope you are enjoying it. I am. It's really nice. And I've garnished it with some orange. Perfect. So any citrus is absolutely amazing. So uh, a Mediterranean tonic, some citrus garnish of some kind. Even if it was a plain tonic, it just comes out. It is. I've gone plain tonic, actually, yeah, this time. So I'm really getting the flavours of the gin coming through. It is really zesty. Yeah, it's got, it's just an easy, beautiful one to drink. There's a good juniper amount, which is what you need from a gin. And I I just think it's got the right balance. It's got a good bit of sweetness. I think the pomegranate's a nice addition. I don't know many gins that have pomegranate in. No, and it's perfect for this time of year because citrus and pomegranate are the type of flavours that you expect from Christmas time, isn't it? How many Instagram posts are you seeing of people that are uh, dehydrating their citrus and their cinnamon and basically making you want to smell through your phone? Because that's that's kind of what everyone wants. They want that sort of Christmas market feel. You know, when you're walking through the Christmas and you get the sort of hot mold drinks and you get the zesty, the cinnamon vibes coming through. It's what we miss. Well, I have a cinnamon mulled wine scented candle burning just behind me here. You know how to do this. And then in the kitchen, I have... I think it's like a spiced orange candle burning as well. So the two, they complement each other brilliantly. It definitely smells of Christmas in my flat. Is is this a thing or is this a new thing where we sort of mirror candle usage to gin drinking? Like, can (laughs) can we create something here? It's all part of the the atmosphere and the experience. I mean, well, this is... The ambiance. Yeah, we're getting too serious here, aren't we? This oh, is the Christmas we party. We need some games, I think, or uh, we need to at least down this drink and uh, move on to the Didsbury no, one. But, you know, what you were saying about shopping local, and quite a lot of my friends have done the same. They want to support the kind of local high street, and, uh-huh. and where I live here in Manchester has got a really, really nice high street, some really nice independent shops. Love it. And I've tried to get as much as I can from there. I mean, there's some really, like, bougie boutique shops. I mean, I may have spent 
spent a small fortune, but it's it's worth it to keep that high street going because it's been for me like to be able to have that sort of a short walk from my house and have that sense of community has been really really valuable. So yeah, anything we can do. I mean, obviously we did just talk about internet ordering, and I may have ordered um, one or two things from that evil online supplier that we won't talk evil, about. Evil South American named supplier. Yeah, I really wanted to buy. When's this going out? Before Christmas. My dad won't listen. It's fine. Okay. I really wanted to buy. <laughs> Welcome if you are listening, by the way. <laughs> One album that I really, really loved this year is James Bay's latest album. Okay. I've had yeah. that, that on loads. It's brilliant. If you've not listened to it, go and check it out. It's really, really good. My dad wants a new record player. And so I'm going to contribute towards his new record player, give him some money towards that. But because I still wanted to give him a gift, I've bought him the James Bay vinyl uh, that he can play. Uh, on his new um on his new player when he gets it and i looked everywhere for this james bay vinyl yeah like, it's hard I, isn't it it's hard when the, the shops are it's not as easy to just wander in or... well i had i didn't look on the high street i didn't go physically out to the shops but online like i checked his website he doesn't even sell it on his own uh, website you need to buck your ideas up james bay yeah, it was gone from HMV, it wasn't on Zavi, and I typing into Google, the only place that had it in stock was the evil online retailer we do not speak about. Disgraceful. If you hadn't said Zavi there, I was about to say you should have tried Virgin Megastore, you know, <laughs> off of the uh, early 2000s or whenever it was. I, it's, it's funny you should say that. I've been, so I've got a, a record player that I've only got a few, you know, a few decent vinyls that I, I listen to regularly. And I've been really hoping to bring that up, you know, bring the numbers up and get some ones that I've been trying to add for a while. But it is really hard. And Amazon is the only place that seems to consistently have them, but never at the price that you actually want, because they know that they're the only place that have them. Yeah, I'm sure like Manchester's got an amazing record shop oh. in the Northern Quarter, Piccadilly Records. Yeah. And I mean, it's great to just go and have a flick through what they have in there because yeah, you've got a few here afternoon. too. Yeah, you can spend a whole afternoon in there. It's great. So I'm sure if I I went there, there's also a great little record shop, and it also has like a cafe bar attached to it, which does amazing espresso martinis. Oh, um, just FYI, and they might have it as well. But I've just been trying to limit how much I'm actually going out and about to shops yeah. and stuff. So. Which is which is sensible, you know. Whatever. What, when... what I'm really saying here is I didn't really try that hard to try and find it somewhere no and let's just hope that your dad starts listening from episode four onwards and uh yeah. and then appreciates the gift and doesn't know what went into buying it or not went into buying it it's a good way of saying that if you're shopping local there are things that you maybe cannot get local or, or not as easy this year so every year we're sort of encouraged more and more as we should be to shop local and support small businesses and we are very much looking to do that this year but not being able to get out as much there are certain things and certain restrictions and, and it's hard for people to change that you can absolutely still support local just in the smallest way so we've done exactly the same for some reason we are one mind and we wanted to buy direct through our local distillers and send a little piece of that for us both to enjoy which we are as you can probably tell the didsbury gin i bought from direct from their website and had that sent direct to you love that which it's and i'm going to attempt to i i know nothing about gin i just know it tastes good but i can go on their website and regurgitate what, what they've written some people may have heard of this already because they were on dragon's den yes they were and they successfully 
got investment from was it Deborah Meaden? I, there's a rumor that she's a massive gin fan. Not saying one way or the other, but I do think it was Deborah Meaden. Now, please correct us. Feel free to get yeah, in touch at I mean, Procrastination I'd, Pod and let us know. I definitely could have done my research, couldn't I? It's <laughs> fine. Very- but it's, I've heard some. So doing a bit of gin blogging over the, the past couple of years, I've got to know a, a number of people, and and they there are a lot of people saying wonderful things about Didsbury Gin, and it is such a shame that this year has happened in the way it has because one of the things I was genuinely really looking forward to as part of coming up to see you was getting involved in in the local side of it going to bars and just being able to order a Didsbury gin and find out what's happening you know in local areas yeah and all the bars along here really support this as well actually so it's it's quite easy to get hold of but what I can tell you is that it wants to celebrate this area where I live which is you know a really sort of nice suburb of Manchester in South Manchester and these gins are vegan friendly which is obviously it's good excellent news for me yeah and they're bright vibrant and you're gonna love this andy and zesty yes now my my reputation of loving zesty citrus flavor is not going to be dumbfounded in this is it it's just going to be played up and up and up zesty is i think the word of the podcast it's the word you've said the most hashtag zesty zesty uh, well, I think we know what episode three is going to be called. I think I think we've got. There's only one one way to go with it now, isn't it? It's either going to be called the uh, the one that they couldn't put out because they got too drunk, or it's going to be hashtag zesty. We need to finish Ludlow so that we yes. can pour a Didsbury so that we can try. So Didsbury. for those for those of you sort of listening, and and we're still going with the Christmas spirit. This is some sort of bumper episode, shall we say? So. Tuesday Club was always something where we wanted to try something new. And as you are hearing, we are both experiencing our local gins, so something new for us both. But it's about just allowing whatever to happen. If we're rambling on a bit longer about gin this week, it's because it's Christmas and we're allowed to, and technically it's five o'clock somewhere. Well, this is a Christmas party after all, so we have Absolutely. to go go a little bit ott on christmas so i'd right. like to i'd down, like to talk about this are we down finishing it, it are we right i'm done we need to get on to didsbury we need to oh. so, sorry ludlow your gin is delicious but oh my god andy just necked <laughs> listen seasoned gin drinker you might have been drinking longer <laughs> but this genuinely a lot of love for for ludlow gin out there gorgeous if i imagine a lot of you are aware of it but do check it out but the number two triple citrus and pomegranate I mean, it. it's like I sent in what I would love for a gin to taste like. And they went, yeah, sure, we'll make that for you. And then they've made it on en masse. Big shout out to Sean and the team at Double okay. for that. So, yeah, that's down and, and very much enjoyed. Well, there's, okay. there's a festive sound if ever I've heard one. <laughs> okay, right, I've finished that one. But you, you've got a full-on spread next to you, mm-hmm. worktop with all your garnish, all your gin, all your tonic. Yeah. You are fully prepared. I am in my little pod cupboard. Yeah. So we, we realised we had a yeah. bit of a, an echo issue in the first episode. So I've tried to limit that by basically covering myself in a blanket while yeah. I'm recording this. I'm not sure whether it works or not, but I'm trying my best. So I need to try and somehow escape my um, fluffy pod cupboard and go and make myself another gin. Yeah, I'll be back in a minute. Something tells me she's going to come back with the original, but I might crack open the blood orange and ginger. I'm Hi. back. Hi. Lizzie's back. I just destroyed half my living room in the process. Absolutely fine. The uh, very technical sound barrier that you've got around you does look like it's seen better days, but it's coming back. It's, it's going to be good. Yeah, it nearly took out the Christmas tree. 
I've just got the original, the the kind of classic one. To enjoy this, uh, I, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to find some more information about about Disby during that, so I can impart some knowledge on you. But one of our harshest podcast critics has been my brother. Yes, I I have received this. I, I cried a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, thanks, Will, for your critique. Thanks, Will. <laughs> um, but he suggested that this might have been scripted somewhat and that we sounded like we were reading off a script. Well, I hate to break it to you, Will, but there's absolutely zero preparation that goes into recording no, this. None whatsoever. I mean, we might be talking through the, what is it, the, the fourth wall or whatever they say is behind the, let's say behind the magic curtain. That's more my, yeah. There's a couple of text messages going, are you read? Have you got this? What should we do? This? Oh, maybe. Or uh, that's yeah. about it. Are we allowed to go this in depth into how I'm prepared? I mean, this is the podcastination podcast, so putting off what we're actually going to talk about is uh, is a must, I think. Yeah, totally winging it. So, um, so thank you for that critique, but no, I can assure you, it's definitely not scripted. Definitely. We just sound we just sound really wooden. Let's. If your dad is listening to this, have a word with Will. See if you can. <laughs> your dad, dad. Will's picking on me. <laughs> There you go. That's what this is about. And and all good all good Christmas parties end in some sort of tantrum. Family yeah, family feud. Shout out Will. He's gonna absolutely uh, love getting a mention. Thanks for listening. He is probably going to be our only remaining listener after yeah. this episode. I mean, one way or the other. We we do normally have a drink. As you as you have heard the last couple, you know, we're enjoying a drink, but as Lizzie alluded to, we may have had a couple and a bit of a catch up before this got started. So, um, yeah, yeah, we um, we've definitely got in the festive spirit. Ooh, yours looks good. It's pink. It's nice. It, I, I'm, you know what? I'm so easily distracted, aren't I? I'm like a, like a little elf, like <laughs> Ooh, shiny. shiny, pink. Yeah, so I've got the the blood orange and ginger, and as soon as I've added some tonic, I've added Mediterranean tonic to that as well. It's what's to hand, and apologies, Didsbury, if that's not the official serve. But my goodness, that's good. Question of the day: Which is better, Didsbury? I love you, but uh, uh, already I can tell. But, I'm but I, I know you. I know you, Andy. I know there's a little piece of your heart that yeah. lives in Manchester. There is. I, I always call Manchester my spirit animal. And it is, it's hard not to. If you've ever spent any time in Manchester, it stays with you. I'm proud to be able to say that I went to university in Manchester. I'm proud to be able to say that I've worked there and you are testament as a friend to, to the great things that can come out of experiencing the Manchester life. But you're living it. So I'm, I've been out of that world for a while and it feels like, it feels like the big city again. You know, when you're, when you're there, it feels, feels homely and small again doesn't it I guess yeah I mean I'm not from here originally but this is home now this is I feel at home here yeah and I'm sure some Mancunians would probably say otherwise but I definitely feel like a Mancunian now good I'm an honorary Mancunian is there a ceremony I I don't know how many years you have to be there before there's like a swearing in ceremony I think I've earned my stripes in this city. You've absolutely you know, earned your stripes in. I've fallen out of many a, d- a bar in the northern quarter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely yeah. This is this is home. It's a magical place. So is that are we saying Didsbury's better then? The Didsbury Gin is better. You're saying Didsbury's better. Uh, the Didsbury. I Gin mean, they all, I've had so many now. They all taste the same. Wow. Um, just a little insight. So we, we alluded to the last time 
Lizzie came. Well, the first, the one and only time that you you vented to Shropshire because of everything that's happened. The last time that Lizzie and I saw each other, she was hungover from a works do the night before. Now, is this a good time to say that you're potentially topping up from last night? Because last night was your virtual works do. It it was yes, and yeah, it was carnage. <laughs> There were shots involved. Right. So Zoom carnage versus normal carnage, though. I mean, very, very different. But you know what's so weird? And I'm going to have this once we've finished recording this podcast, is that you come off your Zoom party, you've been having that fun and that energy. And, it, you know, it's really, really great. You do get that energy off people, even on a video call. Yesterday's party, we played some games and it was a lot of fun and it was great. But then you log off and you're then just really, really drunk in your living room <laughs> on your own. I do joke that you can stagger back to bed, but that awkward moment when you finish and you actually have to adult because you have to turn your laptop off or get off Zoom somehow, you have to tidy up the mess that's all. You could leave it, but me. Well, I yeah, and you know, you, I'd been sat down for the whole of this party, you know, yeah. staring at a screen, and then you suddenly stand up from being chair and you realize you're stumbling all over the tree that's where that's what happened wasn't it do you know what was great though about the party yesterday is i on the sly ordered a deliveroo okay brilliant this started at four o'clock in the afternoon so by the time it got to seven o'clock i was like if i don't eat something soon this is gonna be really bad so it sounds familiar Um, and then the doorbell went and everyone was like, and I was like, oh, I just need to get that. And then I started eating my chippy tea. Chippy tea out. Oh, Northern laugh by heart. Yeah. Bread and butter, chips, tomato ketchup. Everyone was very jealous that I was tucking into my There's a chippy tea. We've just alienated anyone sort of south of of Birmingham or... or... It's a British staple, isn't it? The chippy tea. Chippy tea, but your your bread and butter and and everything. I don't, I'm not sure everyone will get involved. But that, I mean, what chippy do I tea. know? Chip butty, not to everyone's cup of mushy peas. No, not for no, me. no. Are you gravy curry sauce? Um, ketchup. No, more curry sauce. Curry sauce. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, that's more okay. curry sauce. Let's let's go with that. I, I don't want to. I don't want to sort of sound like I don't have anything, but let's let's just go with curry sauce. Okay, each to their own. So when it came to this Zoom eating, did they realise what was happening, or were you managing to sort of slyly just go? Because we've all we've all had these Zoom calls where you try and do something sly. I mean, <laughs> I've had them with gin people and gin tastings, and I've never met these people. So you can imagine a gin tasting much like this where you do reach that point where you're like, I need to eat something. So you're slyly cooking in the background, but you're with professional people. You've got a distiller there in front of you. There's no professionalism (laughs) with with our lot, I'm afraid. (laughs) No, I I did. I was like, I'm just going to get the doormat. That's my Deliveroo ordering. And then everyone was like, Deliveroo? When did did you order that? Did you set a trend? Did everyone then think, oh, it's not going to get here till like an hour later? They were all very jealous because I literally sat there and ate. I didn't try and hide it. I sat and ate my chips in front of everybody. Are you a a Zoom background person? As in, you don't put the flat, you put a background? No, it is my flat. So whilst you went to get your chippy from Deliveroo, was everyone just sort of staring and commenting directly? 
because that's what happens. Everyone comments on, oh, what books have they got on the oh. shelf? And Well, I, d- I did have my disco light on. I don't know. Do you know that I have a disco ball and a disco I light? Do, in my I do know that you have a disco ball, disco light. Yeah, um, yeah. I believe so, it's cropped up on TikTok. Yes, it has. It's not on now, actually. I should have put it on for the party, shouldn't I? But yes, it was on yesterday for my work's Christmas do. And so, yeah, they were just entertained by my disco light flickering away in I, the background. I feel like we know who your uh, favourite are there just putting that out if they had the full disco light version and and i don't okay that's okay we tried to play a prank on one of the team so he went off to get a drink or whatever he'd gone to do and we were like when he comes back let's pretend that we've all frozen amazing and so you know someone started a thread there was the keyword in there and when the keyword came we all needed to freeze so we did it. We all froze. And um, my poor colleague is, is sat there like, what on earth is going on? And it, it would have worked really, really well, except that the disco light was still going. So Amazing. I just froze it, <laughs> but the lights were still rotating in the background. <laughs> Completely ruined that one. Absolutely. Everyone else is like, yeah, frozen, holding their poses perfectly, which I was as well. But yeah, the poor disco lights completely let that down. Do you know what? I love that. I love that the the things that we can find when you're on a night out with your work colleagues. And it's essentially what we like to have found in Tuesday Club happens at this time of year, doesn't it? Anything is possible. Just have such a good time. But the pranks are the bits that I guess are going to take a while to come back. So if you can get them in on, on Zooms, very well done. I'm I'm quite impressed. But if you try and play one on me now because there isn't a disco light, I, I won't fall for it. You've you've set the tone and I won't I will try not to fall for it anyway. Right, Andy, should we actually uh talk about what we came here to talk about? Yeah, what? I think they've been waiting long enough now listening to us drink. All right, we've been procrastinating about talking about what we're gonna procrastinate over. Or yeah. Or or not, because it's been a successful week. I'm not gonna lie, this podcast has had such I mean, a delayed impact, ha- but it's had an impact. Has- has it been successful or did it get to two hours before we were recording this episode? My homework was was twofold. We had listened to Taylor Swift. I'm happy to report that not only have I listened to both of those albums, I've listened to them twice at least. Amazing. Possibly. Yeah. I've also gone cray cray for Tay Tay because... You you pointed me in the direction of a Netflix documentary that was actually quite insightful. So I enjoyed that as well. And it has been good. I, I very much enjoyed these latest two albums. There is a slight, uh, let's just say, I, I alluded to it last week. There is a slight chance that she was not part of my productivity because my other part of the homework was to go for a run. I'd been putting off exercise. And Lizzie, you kindly said... I think you just need to get out for a run. Yeah, and every time I've been for a run this week, yeah, I have messaged Andy yeah. going, have you been for a run yet? So I think I did 8K on Sunday. 8.5, I think the text said. And I did 10K on Wednesday, was it? Yeah, I w- whichever day it was, there was a text. And I also got a text that said, the, the sun is out. It's a glorious day for a run. And I was currently sat on a works call at that time thinking, yes, yes, it is an absolutely glorious time for a run. The moment that I thought, 
I've got time to go for one, maybe on my lunch. The heavens opened, and me, being a fair-weather outdoor sportsman, did not want to go. So it has taken, like you say, right up until... And and this is where the connection with Taylor Swift comes, because I've actually listened to that album across a few days this week. The day that I haven't listened to it is the day that I've been for a run. Sorry, Taylor Swift, but there is a possible chance that you're not productive for running. Well, I did tell you it wasn't the most playlist for a a run. But I did the first bit, and I'm blaming that for putting it off. Well, regardless, you went out there and you ran because you knew that it yeah. wouldn't be worth not doing that run for no. the flack that I would give you. No, this so is good on you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And and good on you for being out there and encouraging me throughout the week as well, because it does help. And it all of those are the things that sometimes you need, as we've said, that little bit of, of a boost. You need maybe someone to give you a little kick up the backside and say, you can do this. You've got this. I've done this. And I think you can do the same so how did you find it i find it odd because let's just say i had to find my running shoes first they were buried deep i had to remember maybe what people that go outside running might wear and and in december especially and i realized that i was actually thinking more about any of that than it would have taken me to actually go for a run so eventually i just got out there and i did i used the nhs couch to 5k podcast to listen to whilst i was there so it wasn't the full constant running time but I managed 4k here's my gripe with running there's a couple of things I know about running okay okay one it didn't happen if you don't post it okay so thankfully afterwards that's what I did but what I did I I mapped it so that I could share it and show that it happened took some photos etc etc and very red face me at the end the other thing that I know is that you also want to avoid a Paula Radcliffe situation. Those are the ma- those are the two things that I know about running. Okay. Okay. Where is this going? Uh, I'll bring it back. I promise. So essentially, the Couch to Five K app takes you for a period of time that you've done five K walking and running in that time, or you're meant to. But the apps that were recording all said four point something. And I was like, well, who do I believe? Running is meant to be like a you and the road situation. Now I'm just questioning everything. So I've come back with more questions and answers, really. Well, the main thing is that you got out there and it doesn't matter how far you go or how fast you go. It is true. It doesn't matter. And it's the first run you've done in ages. You're not oh. going to be Paula Radcliffe the first time you go out there. The things that, that Instagram won't see are the five days of me in pain afterwards. So they'll see the run that I did and then they'll... Uh, you all want to see it at Podcrastination Pod. There might be a blister shot or two coming your way. You never know. Well, that's delightful for our followers. I mean, I'm very proud of you. Uh, thank you very much. I expect on the back. that you should go on another one this week. I have a Christmas tradition, actually, and I, I don't suggest that other people should do this. This is my own tradition, but go I always it. run on Christmas morning. Love it. Is it so, nice and crisp and, and like... I, I wish it was. No. I Over the years, I've had pouring rain, freezing cold. One year, it was so mild, and I normally like put all my winter guests upon to go out, and I was like sweating and having to peel layers off because it was so warm. So who knows what it's going to be like this year, but I will be out on Christmas morning. I'll be doing my little run. That wasn't the Christmas that you were in New Zealand, and it was summer, was it? <laughs> no, it, no, it wasn't. Right, no. okay, just just checking. That's, uh... I was running along the Mersey in... Uh, in Didsbury. Lovely. Be a wonderful spot to, to run on Christmas morning. It is. And there's a few runners out and we all have this really like smug little 
Don't get me started. <laughs> I saw some neighbours whilst running out today. I thought I'd avoided everyone. And about halfway around, there were some people that I, I know from mainly dog walks. And they were running. And uh, they were running a lot faster than me, a lot better than me. And uh, I said, no, 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 you go after you. I'll I'll, I'll catch there's, you up. There's no judgment in the running community. But when you're running on a Christmas morning, there is that just little, little knowing nod. Little nod, yeah. Right. So, if you've if you've been productive and doing your homework, yeah. you must have been procrastinating about something. So, what have you been procrastinating about this week? One thing, and it, it's probably not just this week, and it will be tomorrow because I'm not going to lie, I will need it. But before the first lockdown and all of that, I had one alarm that went off in the morning, and I got up nine months of working from home. Let's just say I'm losing time in the in the day because I'm not I'm not getting up and out of bed at that time. I'm actually snoozing through alarms or I'm setting later ones. And I actually realized that the time that I, I moan about not having time to be productive. You're asleep. Yeah. That, I mean, you're, that's part of it. And you're I will, not productive because you're asleep. Yeah. I'm just sleeping slightly longer than I used to. Yeah. But don't you think that we must all be way in way better health? I say this supping my um, how many gins? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're getting more sleep than ever. We're all getting those eight hours in. I mean, I'm I'm saying this as someone who doesn't have children. I'm sure there are lots of people we out there who completely <laughs> alienated ourselves now because there's also a lot of people that haven't been able to work from home. And we we salute you and we shout out to everyone that we've just alienated. But for for me, I pre lockdown, I was early early bird. Love a morning. Love productive morning always be going to the gym i like just pottering around in the morning as well i know like like for a context here but when i say early bird i mean like five something right yeah um i used to be in the gym for six when it opened so i would get up well, the alarm would go off. I think it was 10 past five. So I'd get up about quarter past 20 past five. I've, I've had to do that to travel to Manchester for work and stuff like that on, on a daily basis. And it's hard, but that makes it all the more strange that now I'm actually, I don't know, I find it hard the later that I'm getting up and it, it feels like I'm wasting time. In, in fact, this morning, the run what? surprised me because I actually procrastinated. I woke up early and I lost an hour on my phone I thought, do you know what? I'll get up and I'll do that run shortly. I could have just got up and done it, but I lost an hour and suddenly it was like quarter past eight. And I thought, what, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? At quarter past eight this morning, I was mm. still fast asleep. Yeah. And post Christmas party, there's probably a lot of people that are listening to this now that are now fast asleep. But <laughs> if we've sent you to sleep, you're welcome. Let's do some subliminal messaging from now on. <laughs> I will subscribe to this podcast. Five star review. <laughs> I mean, we're going very, very provocative. Um, so that's been that's been the main thing I've been putting off. Now there is a second one. Am I allowed a second one for Christmas? I'm gonna have fun editing this. Aren't I think I? you are. Yeah, we've had to learn how to iron again. I feel like I've put off ironing for the last nine months, not going into the office, and and it's been good. <laughs> For the past nine months, I've been putting off ironing for the last nine years. (laughs) You do get two camps, don't you? You get the people that spend a Sunday afternoon watching something and just ironing. Definitely not been ironed. Listen, this is why I wear jumpers. And as you can see, I've got a festive roll neck on today. You don't have to iron that. It's very, very hot. There seems to be a lot more, even more Zoom stuff at the moment and work-related stuff. So with family, not a problem. When it comes to work ones, you have to look like you know how to adult. 
when I first went back to work after I was furloughed across the summer, I was getting dressed for work, you know, suited and booted. I thought it would be good for the mindset. Mm -hmm. Yesterday's Christmas party, I was wearing slippers, leggings, a dirty t-shirt and my hoodie. Can Can I just point out that as hilarious as that is for Zoom, you actually had to greet your delivery driver dressed like that as well. I think all the delivery drivers across the country have just seen the very worst of everybody this year. They've seen people in their natural state. So have you been putting anything off? Are you ready for this? Hit me. I have been putting off. This is so boring. Hit me. Go on. I'm ready for it. recycling has been overflowing and I live in a small flat small kitchen I have been putting off taking the recycling out because it requires me to go down a flight of stairs and then outside into the rain and then I have to walk all the way around the back of the building to the recycling bins the cardboard that has accumulated from all the deliveries that have been coming because I've been ordering Christmas gifts online for people Mm -hmm. um, and basically the stick of the dump can I just say it as much as I said, hit me with it. I wasn't ready for that. I'm not. I'm not sure what I was expecting, but I'm not. I'm not ready for that. I know it's boring, but I do. There are two sides to this story. Go for so it. all week I've been tripping over the cardboard and the recycling that really needed taking we'll out. We'll do that. Yeah, and my flat has slowly just got worse and were in a worse, worse state. And apart from obviously the bit that people can see behind me in my team's calls, yeah. that's very, very tidy always. But the rest of it, absolute chaos. But today I have fully blitzed the flat. Everything's cleaned, vacuumed, everything's put away. The recycling has gone out and it has given me just that inner zen. So you didn't even need this podcast. You just... You've just been putting it off and now suddenly knowing that you were coming to record this, you were like, I need some I need some space because else it's encroaching on the podcast. It's one of those things, isn't it? If I just took it out when the delivery arrived, so one delivery, one box, yeah. just just take it outside. It's a nice little walk, it gets me out the flat. No, I'll just flatten that box, leave it on the floor. And then the next delivery arrives and I could just take that out straight away as well. Tis the season. That's my only really response to yeah. that. So there was about six cardboard boxes and 136, seven Counted. bottles of wine. Sure. sure. Do you realise that there are probably wine merchants or shops on your local high street that currently don't have a hundred and whatever bottles of wine? No, they don't because I've drank them all. Hey! So you've been preparing for this Christmas party all week. I actually reached peak adulthood this week. Yeah. So I always thought that to be a real adult, what adulthood was really, was just having a fully stocked wine rack. I, I absolutely agree. There is something to aspire to there. I can confirm that my wine rack is completely full. There is, in fact, and I don't know what I think I'm doing over Christmas because I'm largely going to be on my own apart from the couple of days that I'll get to see my family. There are 14 bottles of wine and three bottles of champagne. And 12 bottles of gin. And 12, amazing, even... That is peak adulthood right there. I've seen the picture as well of your wine rack. It's very impressive. Yeah, it feels good to have that fully stocked. How long that's going to last? Uh, well. do, do we need to have uh, weekly check-ins on this podcast to see the, the numbers involved in your wine rack? I mean, you might need to check in daily and make sure that I've not drank myself into sure. some sort of... <laughs> sure. I think it's... Um, I'll, I'll have a word with your delivery driver as well and just 
make sure that they're sharing out equally amongst the flats and not just bringing it to you. So, you know, last week that I said I'd been putting off my uni assignments. I remember I it well. It, we, we referred it to you, uni assignments, but it's very much adulting work assignments. Yes, my I'm on doing this course and I've been putting off my assignments. The deadlines are looming and yet have I actually put my arse in gear and, and started doing any work? No, I have not. No. Nope. But I did some research on this and I read an article on The Guardian that said that people who actively procrastinate display a certain level of self-reliance and self-confidence and that's because you're aware of the pressure Right. that you're going to be putting yourself under. You thrive you on it. Yeah, but you still consciously decide to do it anyway. So, you know, you're so cocksure about yourself that, oh, I'll nail this anyway, that yeah. you, you put it off. So I'm self-reliant and self-confident. I think that's a, that's a win. I think that deserves a drink. Cheers. 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 Uh, Henry, our longtime uni friend, big shout out to him for starting many assignments at 3 a.m. on the day that it was due. Uh, being his loving housemate for final year, that was always a wonderful chat to start at 3am with uh, Andy, does this sound okay? Andy, how did you start this? Where did you look for this? Mate, I'm trying to sleep. So that's brought back a lot of good memories for me. So um, yeah, I, I think that that makes sense. And he's a very assured person doing very well. So I think it works. You're a lot more creative. It fuels creativity, apparently. That's what we're here for. We're here to big ourselves up. And uh, if no one else will, we're the creative ones. And that's what's led us to this. Exactly. So it's working. And as you can tell each week, for anyone that's listened to EC episodes, firstly, thank you. But you can tell it's working. We are ticking things off. Even though it's new things sometimes that didn't exist until that episode. Ticking off, taking the recycling out. Yeah, I was maybe clutching at straws a little bit this week about... Not at all. Listen, I had ironing. You're allowed recycling, I think. I think before we have another drink and take this to a virtual after party, we should say thank you very much for listening. Thank you for being with us in this Christmas week. And we really hope that you've enjoyed listening to our ramblings, our drunken ramblings, I think. It's been fun. It has been fun. Yeah, I, um, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to editing this one. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. I'm also looking forward to potentially having uh, a hangover, but we'll see. Well, cheers. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Merry Christmas. I'm loving the jingle bells there. Thank you for bringing that to the party. No expense spared on the sound. No bit. expense spared, but absolutely. So Merry Christmas, Lizzie, and I will... Wish you that, and I will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and leave a little review. A five-star rating would also be much appreciated. We hope you have a very Merry Christmas. See you next time.